not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Betsy. I'm Tina. And... We've been talking and we've been contemplating what what do we want to talk about? And one of the things that both of us agree about is that anxiety and fear are running rampant right now. And we we just want to sit down with you with a cup of coffee and have a chat about that and give you some practical ways to handle that because we got to get a handle on it, especially as believers. Don't you think, Betsy, like our, we're called to a higher standard because yes. we know Jesus. And as believers, if we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off, scared and have anxiety and fear all the time, we really don't look any different than the world right now. No, that's so true. And we're called to represent him to the world. Mm-hmm. And he's the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have right. access to the Prince of Peace. When mm-hmm. that veil was torn, um, it gave us access to our good father, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit. And because of these precious relationships, we get mm-hmm. to live from a place of peace, regardless of what is going on in the world. But I think that we have to recognize that there is a battle going on right now. Oh, sister, we were just talking about this very thing. And Betsy's not in the Zoom room in the morning with me. So she doesn't know what we're talking about. But those were the very things that Jamie Bailey teaches taught, teached on, I was going to say (laughs) taught on this morning is that this is a battle, but it's a spiritual battle. Yes. You go into Ephesians, it talks about how our battle is not against flesh and blood. And we're sitting here fighting flesh and blood. Yes. Yes. Our own flesh and blood, but other people we're fighting other people and they're not the enemy. The enemy's the enemy. Yes. And one of the red flags that I feel like we can keep in mind is that verse that says, God does not give us a spirit of fear, correct? of power and love and a sound mind. And that's the truth. So if we're feeling fear, if we're feeling anxiety, we can assume, hey, those are not from the Lord. What does God have for me? God has power and love and a sound mind. And even with my children, I know with Elizabeth Jane, she's had, had over the years, a lot of anxiety about going to bed. And I've made, I've had her memorize that verse and she'll lay in bed and she'll just say that verse Mm -hmm. over and over and over. It makes a difference if we're aware of what's happening. I hear a lot of young moms right now talking about anxiety, about going into Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and into the holidays because Mm -hmm. they have a hard time dealing with their families. And, um, we did a series about that 
Yeah, about peaceful all, holidays. That's right. And we talked about boundaries. If you haven't listened to the one on boundaries, mm-hmm. healthy boundaries with your families during the holidays, be sure to go back and listen to that one. But, mm-hmm. but I think that right now we need to understand that our fear and anxiety can also be exacerbated by what is happening around us in the world if we're not intentional. I agree because it distracts us from our true focus, which needs to be Jesus Christ. Our sole focus needs to be on Jesus. And, and we're on this path. I'm I'm always saying this, we're on this path and our, we got our sights set on Jesus, but then there's these squirrels that are dancing around on the side of the path. They're going across the path. They're trying to get our, they're trying to distract us all the time. And all of these things that are going on in our world right now, like the, we have the election coming up and there's so much division. And we just talked about unity last week. And then we have COVID that's, you know, ramping up, at least according to the news media is ramping up again. And, and there's so many things for us to be worried about or scared about. And they're these squirrels that take our focus off of Jesus. And we need to have a laser focus. Yeah. That, that to me is the key. Cause I know for me personally, like even just today, you know, you and I were talking earlier today and I'm like, oh, just can't get focused. My husband's like, how's your day going? I'm like, Oh, I can't even focus. Like, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Well, that's because I got my eyes off of Jesus Mm. Mm. and what was, and, and focused on the battle that was going on around me today. Yes. And I had to refocus. I did the same thing. I got so anxious and fearful yesterday. We are in the middle of relocate or about to relocate in the next Mm. five or six weeks. And we need, we need a place to live. And, um, and the more I focused on the struggles, the obstacles Mm -hmm. between this time and that time, the more distracted that I got from the Lord. And I just finally had to say that Bible verse to myself and recognize this is not of God. This is the plan of the enemy. I don't want to partner with him. He's a loser. And I need to keep my focus on the Lord. And if, if you're one of the people who is anxious about going into Thanksgiving, you don't know how your parents are going to act. You don't know what that sibling is going to do. You don't know what those children in the family are going to act like or say, (laughs) or do around your own kids. I mean, I'd I want to encourage you about some verses to hang on to. I mean, remember that we'll remember the Lord loves your kids more than you do. So that being said, he's your rear guard. So you're not going to get caught unaware. He's Mm -hmm. got your back Mm -hmm. and he promises to go with you, to never, ever leave you or forsake you. So you're not going alone Mm -hmm. and, and to know that he even goes before us. So like, just sit and in, like, if if you're picturing right now, you know, you're standing there at your sink and you're picturing the holidays and you're thinking about going in with all of them and it causes you anxiety, then, then change the picture. (laughs) Right. And, and picture yourself going in behind Jesus. Yeah. Wow. That's a great visual. That's such a great visual. It's that focus again. Yeah. What am I focused on? There's so many. And here's the other side of that. Maybe you're not going to have a normal Thanksgiving this year. I've heard that too. Oh yeah. Because maybe you have older parents who don't feel comfortable coming to your house or having people over because they don't want to get sick. Yeah. You know, or me, and it's not going to be like it always has because that tradition now has been 
broken. Yeah. And that's hard for some people and understanding that it's okay. It's okay. Yes. It's okay for it not to be the same. And instead of maybe wallowing around and I think it's easy for me to get caught in self-pity over those yes. situations when it's not like, a, I mean, even for me this year, we're looking at maybe just three of us being home for Thanksgiving and yeah. not being together as a whole for family with our family. And it, it would be very, very easy for me to have, you know, the attitude of self-pity, like, oh man, that's not going to be any fun. But instead I need to focus on who is here yeah. and choose to have fun with them. And maybe do some different stuff. Yes. You know, let's start decorating for Christmas and maybe we will venture out on Black Friday. I don't know. You know, just do some different things. It's okay. If my focus is on the disappointment and it's okay to be disappointed, by the way, if I don't get over myself with a disappointment, I'm going to miss something that could be really good. Yes. And, you know, God can give us creative ideas to um, connect with the family members that you're missing. Like he can, he can help you think of an idea to do a Zoom call or do a FaceTime or mm -hmm. send a package ahead of time of some kind of activity that you could. I know um, when COVID had first begun, we did charades with a dear uh, family that we have loved for years and years. We played charades on Zoom together. How fun. And it, it was so fun that after they could still come to the house, Elizabeth said, hey, let's do Zoom with the Kirkendalls again. <laughs> I love so it. I it, love like, it. He can give you creative ideas mm -hmm. to connect with the family that you're missing. Um, but start now, like think about it now. And instead mm -hmm. of thinking about the disappointment, just try to get creative. Right. That's right. I think too, I, I was thinking about what you were, you know, you put Elizabeth Jane down and you have given her this verse because she's having some anxiety at night. And I thought, what a perfect picture of bringing your thoughts captive and making them obedient to the word of God. So often I am often running with my thoughts. Yes. I just was today. And I'm like, wait a minute, stop. Like what's going on here? You know, my thoughts are out of control and we have to really capture them. We have yes. to capture them, write them down, um, think them through. Don't try to not think a thought because that's just mental gymnastics. That's not really <laughs> captive. Right. <laughs> so, and then, and then say, okay, what does God say about that? Yes. What does and God say about that? Put it before you like, mm -hmm. like, Look up, um, I'm looking for my sheet that has a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> verses about fear. And I will share those with you if we can locate them and put a link on that. But the, she's um... moving, so <laughs> she can't find <laughs> But ask him to show you one in particular that particularly speaks to your heart about yes. the struggle that you're having in this area. Mm -hmm. Put it by your sink, mm -hmm. put it on your refrigerator, put it on the mirror in your bathroom, put it on the dash in your car, Right. Put it on your phone screen, your, right. your, um, that pops up when you screen pick your saver. phone up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put it on there yeah. and see it before and say it out of your mouth. Like, oh, don't just, yeah. don't just gloss over it. Cause it's there. Like use it as a tool, a sword right, <laughs> to come against the fear and anxiety. Yes. And I, 
I just, I know I've said this many times before, but it, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. But if what, it, for you visual people, if what you're picturing in your mind is causing fear and anxiety, it's not from God and don't hang on to that picture. Right. Like, cause if you're visual, that's the kind of mess you'll see all day uh-huh. long. So if you're a, if you're a auditory learner, mm-hmm. you're going to be hearing crap over right. and over, over and, and over. over. Mm-hmm. So, so if you're auditory, your best defense is, or offense, I always get confused about which is which <laughs> use, use praise music, turn your Bible on. So it reads to you on their phone. Yes. I mean, so put things in your ear that are, you're hearing the opposite mm-hmm. of what you're hearing normally. So I just want to encourage you. There are tools available to you to combat this battle. Yes. And I want to go in because I think that was a good lead into Philippians four, six. We always talk about this and I think we gloss over it. And I kind of picked it apart in the zoom room, the other, whoops, I keep hitting my mic in the zoom room. (laughs) I get animated. Betsy, if you guys (laughs) Betsy and I, we should probably upload these to YouTube someday because yes. we're both very animated when we talk. Um, I'm like holding my hands up to Tina when she's making great points. And I'm literally, literally sitting on my hands right now. So I don't knock the <laughs> mic over and do all kinds of funny stuff. But I have my Bible out. I have the NIT, the, N, the, NIT, the NLT version. And um, in, in Philippians 4, 6, it says, don't worry about anything. And I think, you know, we read that and we go, okay, we think it's a suggestion. Yeah. Like the Bible's just a suggestion. And this is why we don't grow because we look at it as a suggestion and not a way of life. And that's a command. That's actually an invitation to a relationship. It It is. is. It is. And that's the second time I've heard that one today too. (laughs) Don't truth is truth is truth. Jamie said the same thing in the zoom room. She said, the Bible isn't about knowledge. It's about a relationship. And I went, yes, that love is Jamie Bailey. Good. I do too. Um, and we're going to all three be talking at the next retreat. So yes. hey, we're going to be together. It's going to be off the rails. Is that what you said? <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> but it says, don't worry about anything. And that's a command. He's telling us, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. So the antidote, you can't have worry and and prayer. They're two opposing forces. You either worry or you pray. You can't do both. So fall to your knees. If you're having anxiety and worry and all of that, fall to your knees over. That should be a knee-jerk reaction. It says, tell God what you need. And thank him for all he's done. So we have to thank him and we have to tell him what we need. So we don't worry. We choose not to worry about anything. Instead, we pray. We tell God what we need and we thank him. Those are things we have to do. And then it says, then in verse seven, then the peace, you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. We have to, we have to be responsible for our part in that. We want the peace that exceeds anything we can understand, but we're not willing to stop worrying and pray. Okay. So I need to clarify. Yes, ma'am. So look at that first part of that verse. Are you sure that doesn't say, don't worry, except about who's going to be elected the president? Um, It doesn't say that in my version of the Bible. Does it say, don't worry? 
except when you're, you know, your family's going to drive you crazy on the holidays. There's not even an asterisk here. (laughs) (laughs) There are no cliff notes at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry. If you want the peace of God that exceeds anything you can understand, then you have to do your part. You have to not worry. You have, that's a choice. Yeah. That's a choice. It's not a feeling or an emotion. It's a choice to not worry. And I'm hearing some people say, but you don't know me. That's just how I'm wired. That's how I've always been, Tina. That's a lie from the pit of hell. (laughs) I mean, I hate to be harsh, but that's what the enemy wants you to think. He wants you to think that that's the way God created you. God did not create you that way. What's the verse that you just had, Elizabeth Jane? Memorize. God does not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. It doesn't come from him. That's not who you are in Christ. No. That's your new creation. That's right. Don't let the enemy dupe you into believing that sin is okay. Cause that's what it boils down to. When the, when the Bible says don't do something and you do it instead, that's sin on your part. It's a choice. And I get it's hard. I get it. I get that. It's hard. Sometimes it's a choice. Sometimes I have to stand on something for weeks and months before I feel the freedom of that. But what do you feel when you get done? What'd you just say? You feel freedom. 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 So here's the thing. Do we not realize that's the thing that's stealing from us? That right. worry, that anxiety, that fear is what is stealing our peace. Mm-hmm. And if we will walk through the steps of the verse that Tina just read, what it yields is peace. And we can ask God. God promises us if we need help, all we have to do is ask him to help us. Mm-hmm. And he will help us walk this out well. He will, but he's not going to beat our door down. We have to invite him in. <laughs> yes. We have to invite him. him in. He's a perfect gentleman. Here's what I love. The very end of verse seven, his peace will guard your hearts and oh. minds as you live in Christ Jesus. That whole part of that verse is very military in concept. It's the guarding. It's like having a soldier. That the, the tomb of the unknown soldier where he's marching back and forth all the time and his sole focus is protecting that tomb. It's the same concept here of your mind and your heart. The peace of Christ is what guards your heart and your mind like a soldier. So good. So good. <sighs> Y'all, <sighs> this is, this is doable. This it is, is, it is. You, if you're battling with fear and anxiety, we've made this, this podcast today just for you. And we want you to know that we see you and we hear you and we both Mm -hmm. can identify with your struggle because we have both been there. And in fact, we had, we had trouble (laughs) yesterday and today. And, and we want to let you know that just because you have a struggle, doesn't mean that we we aren't fearful and anxious people because we had a struggle. We just had a struggle. And so we, we sell, we correct and we keep heading forward. That's right. And, and I want to pray for us now, um, in this battle. And I want to encourage you to take it seriously and to know that you have tools and weapons with which you can fight. And this can turn in a better direction with our focus on Jesus. Amen. So let me pray for us, Lord. 
thank you so much that you promise that you'll never leave us or forsake us. Thank you that Jesus came, that we could have life and life abundantly. I thank you that you didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. I thank you that your peace is, com- is coming to us, even as we turn and head in the other direction away from peace and anxiety and fear and towards you. And I thank you that as we head into the election and as we head into the holidays, you go with us and we're never alone. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We know how valuable your time is, and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today. We hope you've been encouraged. You can find Betsy at gatheringaround.com and Tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org. Enjoy your day, and we will see you again next time.